We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Week 6 Best Bets NFL Edition Gold, Silver, Bronze, hoping to have a better week than Week 5. Eventually, it all had to come crashing down, and boy, did it ever in Week 5 for all of us. So, back on the wagon, Week 6, here we go. Remember to smash the like button to the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network, rate and review the audio podcast, and download it on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you really want to help out the show. Rob Pizzola, Cam Stewart on the line. Guys, we were combined 0-6 between gold and silver. I I read that's not good. It's not good, but I, I mean, I believe we had a few, couple, you know, six o six and O's, five and one so far this year on, on gold and silver combined. So, I mean, it's bound to happen. This is the NFL. We talk about it every week. I mean, we're we're not going to win every single week of the year. It's a challenging sport to bet, but uh, man, the I, the the losses for me were especially painful last week. Uh, yeah, they cost like us the Bucks, like Rob's like super uh, contest losses, like the Washington loss. That's that's financial, mm-hmm. emotional. It takes pride out of you because you're on a team and you let down the team as well. Like Pat and Rob, there's so many things that happened last week in a disappointing fashion. First of all, I wanted to put a bullet through my head after that Blue Jays game that I went to on Saturday night. Oh, yeah, I go to a game. Oh, yeah, they blow a seven-run lead. Then football came around on Sunday. That was fun. But I'm going to tell you this, guys. 
we got a lot of bad beats. And the thing is, it was just one of those weeks our leans were right and the decisions we made were wrong. Sometimes you just got to pick the right. Like, actually, it wasn't like the end of the world. Just the games we picked as our top tier games went down the shitter. That's the whole problem. But I feel better this week, Patrick. I think we can uh, bounce back. Well, I'm glad that you were able to read some of the games last week in the proper way. Just didn't make the pick. I was not. I was just all over the map last week. And it was uh, tough week. The, the wrong side every single time. So to update the records for the year, we are still, let's see here, 10-4-1 and with oh. the gold picks, despite being 0-3 last week. So that's good. We're still above yeah. 500 with the silver yeah. picks. We're 8-7. and seven, And we were 2-1 and one with the bronze picks. So we're back to 7-7-1 seven, seven, and one for the bronze selections. We're not below 500 anywhere as of right now. So I guess we could take solace in that. This yeah. is a very, very what's successful the deal here? You Yes, yes. You hear the golds? People are complaining. If I get that type of investment at the bank, I'd be going there hugging everybody with cognac and we'd be drinking in the back room. Like it's party time. Light up the cigars. This is the thing about people. Like, what do you want from us? Like those gold picks are fine. Rob, you're a numbers guy. You break down the gold selections and units right there. That's pretty damn good. You know what? The silver and bronze need a little bit of massaging, but other than that, we're okay. Yeah. Heads are above water. Yeah. Gigabyte. Why don't you run that through your database? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Throw that through that pl- damn database and you tell me how we're doing. Plus five and a half units on gold, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Cam's right, though. I mean, I mean, it was a bad week. But I mean, if you've been following all year, you're, you've done pretty successfully so far. I'm not going to say that that's going to continue. I'll never make any guarantees. Nope. But I feel like we had a, a decent read on games last week and some of them just... It just didn't work out. Like I actually, mean, Rob, Rob, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Me betting on Carolina, like, mm-hmm. and just assuming bad spots. Like, I gotta. I, sometimes I look at the numbers. I bet the, that team is just honest to God. Baker Mayfield, Pat, Rob. The guy throws a pick with like seconds left in the first half. As their team is playing great, they were shutting them down. Like you're just like chill. Like I, I just. You know what? We did say one thing. Rule was going to be fired. That seat was hot. We called that. I wish we could have put that in the gold picks. God, that team blows. It's just, there's just so, you kind of hit on it. Like, you looked at the number, you're like, well, I'm just going to take the other side of that because Uh this doesn't make any sense. All three of the games that I felt like were the most obvious selections last week all hit. Like, Tennessee covered against Washington. Everyone was on Tennessee. Everyone was on San Francisco. There was another one as well. Rob, I have to ask you, because I've been asking people all week, or maybe, Cam, that you know the answer to this, because I know you're a Seahawks fan, and no Mm -hmm. one can tell me what happened. Why did the Seahawks go for two? At that weird point in the, I was either the third or fourth quarter where if they get it, they're down by five, but if then they're like, I just, they were down by, You're right. they were down by six. It made no sense to go for two. And that inevitably ended up costing them the cover of five and a half. I missed the play personally. So I don't know what you're talking about, but with Pete Carroll, I mean, who knows? Uh, I, I, I honestly have no idea because the Seahawks are not really an analytically savvy organization either. <laughs> I, of, of all the teams, I don't in the like league. me, my team, right? Right, but but I mean, Pete Carroll's not the guy that you would expect no. to be able to to be playing the numbers in a specific yeah. situation and go for it. I mean, there could be an argument to be made that teams just should go for two more often. But in that situation, as you're describing it, I I don't I don't know the answer. So, so what happened is they scored a touchdown to get within six, so they were mm-hmm. within six, mm-hmm. and then they decided to go for two. Now, in my mind at least how I think about football, is if I'm down by six and I get a two, I'm down by four. So nothing has really changed. Uh-huh. However, if I'm down by six and don't get the two, now I'm still down six, and if they kick a field goal, now I need two scores. So I don't exactly. understand what's going on. 
<laughs> it, it's I, I guess it's the the thought that okay, if you're down six, you get the two. You're down four. Now you score another touchdown. You're up seven, and you can't get you can't lose on a field goal. Would be the the thinking that I, I think is what's going through Pete Carroll's head in that moment. Don't even try to assume what's going through that guy's head. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I've watched that guy coach for years. Honestly, and I never understand. It's just, like, honest to God, Pat, like, honestly, I could meet you and Rob drunk. Okay. Uh, remember those games QB one, we used to play at the bar. I'd be a millionaire. Pete Carroll third and one. Oh, just run it up the gut. You know, like I could literally go through his playbook and predict plays before they're even happening. And you're right, Pat, it was stupid, but yeah, I was so concerned about that damn Washington game and watching that idiot Ginger Carson Wentz screw over me for tons of money and stuff like that. I was just, I was in, as Rob said, orbit last week. I was absolutely, I don't get mad about losses anymore because we do, I gamble every day, but it was exceptionally hard last weekend after the baseball game, a seven run lead, blowing leads at the goal line. There's, you know, there's bad beats and then there's bad beats. I wouldn't go too hard on Pete Carroll. I mean, I didn't agree with that Seattle's decision. overachieving. Seattle, like they have, they Rob, look good. Rob, Seattle has the number one offense in football right now. They do. It's um, it looks there's good. A, there's there's one game that skews it pretty heavily. I mean, I'm not saying it looks bad. So the Detroit game skews their numbers heavily. How, so uh, la- can one game skew it to make it number one because they just lit up what was supposed to be a really good Saints defense too? So. There, yes, they did in terms of scoring. So the uh, Seahawks offense is very boomer bust right now. So their EPA per play is very high. They're hitting big plays, but they don't actually move the ball all that well. Their success rate is very low. Um, the two times they've seen them come up against really good defenses, San Fran and Denver, they haven't been able to move the ball whatsoever. So it is heavily skewed by the Detroit game. Uh, I, I think Geno is fine like I'm, I'm not I'm not he's getting better he is I I'm agree he's also uh not faced teams that are heavy blitz teams recently which helps factors because if you look at Geno Smith's career he's always been terrible against the blitz you go against Detroit and New Orleans New Orleans especially especially last week who basically never blitzes and it makes him look a lot better I will say like he th- made some throws last week which were absurd there was the Tyler Lockett touchdown over the middle of the field into like triple coverage mm-hmm. where it just dropped. I I mean, he is pl- he has the capability to make the, that throw. He's just not moving the ball consistently enough for me to call them like a, an amazing offense. All right. You keep okay. I I think the move is just bet overs in all these Seahawks games. Best, That's exactly be, it. Their best, defense best, reeks. Best it offense, reeks. worst defense. Perfect Got recipe. It. Yeah, sure, you're absolutely sure, but, right. Uh, so the only thing I'll say to that is like the market has adjusted big time. Mm-hmm. Like if this game, if Seattle, if Seattle, Arizona was last week, I think the look ahead total was 47 and a half, something along that, that line. That game's it's going like, under this week, by the way, And it's now Rob. 51. Don't so. you think? They play every time Seattle and Arizona get together. Like that's a lot of point. Pat, this is the one week I think uh, the under might be in play with Seattle. That th- I think Rob's numbers, you'll run it through. That total's too high. All right. Well, let's get to the gold picks. Let's try to let's try to get back on the winning track this week. I, I, I will say one thing. I would like to see no Pat. I, I'm sorry. I'll get back on track. I would like you know run the Sims. I yeah. want to see the computer program running. It's kind of like I just want to see numbers across the screen. I want to see like I want to see this thing work. Well, we, like, you know how, what I mean? We, that's we, not we, how it actually works. Well, we 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 oh, have. But, we, but we, can we, you make it work that way? I mean, like, yeah. So we we we, we have an icon of a guy running when they're simulating. <laughs> Amazing. So it's it's for Is you. It? Runthesims.com uh, slash mayo to get 10% yeah. off to see a cool icon. 
Or, Pat, you could do hook up a hamster with electrodes to a wheel. And like, I, I just want to see action with this. Like, I want to put the numbers in. I want to see beep, 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 beep. I want to see it spit out stuff anyway. But that's the way I am. But when it's when you're running the sim and it's processing, it's not like numbers are just spitting out on the screen all the time. Like all that okay. stuff is happening in the background. I don't know. Maybe we. Maybe I just we said I wish a, it was. Yeah, or can you make it do that? Yeah, anyway, we, we can make yeah, that a part of. We a, could. A I guess we could just. Would it be more fun? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what sure. I'm saying. I'm saying if you're running the damn Sims, make it entertaining. That's all. Like getting drunk. I like the idea of having like the 1960s computer sound to go along with it too. It's like Thank you, Pat. It, it, it's like <laughs> yeah. you're in the. It's like you're in the cockpit in Doctor Strange. Yeah. I agree, and 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 I, and I also want the machine to spit out like a paper receipt. Beep, 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 and Rob goes through it, like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Yes, it's not environmentally friendly to keep. I doing couldn't that. give a rat's ass about hey, environmentally <laughs> friendly. I just got the recycling picked up today. The guy's mixing recycling and garbage. I know, buddy. It all goes to the same. It's place. actually so, very so, sad. So don't give me a speech about recycling. And you know what? My dad is the king of recycling. He was composting before it even existed. And I'm trying to say, listen. It goes to the same place. Watch a documentary. You know what? We try to do the right thing. Some lady gives me cut eye in the store because I'm buying plastic bottles. Screw off. I got a sleep machine. What do you want me to do with a glass? Pour it all over my face? That's why I buy bottles because they have a little top, you jerk. You could, Use your you head. Could, you could reuse one plastic bottle instead you, of buying. No, no, no. It's not the same. You need the freshness from the crispness of the water. You know what? I'm not going to give anybody making me feel bad about buying bottled water. F off. I mean, I mean I, I'm doing it for for the future of of planet Earth for for like Pat's kids. I want them to what as know, they swim in the ocean and just get their toes caught on like six six rings of Miller Lite and stuff like that. The problem's not. It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. That's what I'm trying to say, Rob. It does not matter. I'm telling you, they, it all goes. Pat, am I right here? I obviously and you know what and Rob, I do recycle. I do like I got my separate bins and stuff. I'm just saying it's a waste of time, but I still do it. It, it might be. Listen, I, I'm glad you recycle. I I think if everybody had the mentality that all these small things do matter, yeah. then it would. You're yeah, probably you're right. right. I see the right. I see the the I see what people do in mixing like you know. I, separating the the recycling from the green just and all. Just don't give me attitude in the store when I'm buying when I'm buying cases of water and give me a speech about it. Like I'm like, who are you, lady? Like at night, Rob, I have a sleep machine and I'm half asleep. I only have a little bit of hold to get that water through. Do you understand? A couple, it'll go all over my face. I have to lean over half asleep and get it in there. It's not a simple process. You need those little things. That's why it says choking. Uh, watch out, children. You could choke on it. Yeah, it's a small little thing. If a kid eats the cap, he's dead. To try a sleep machine. I was going to recommend a cup with a paper straw, but actually, I hate those paper no, straws. No, that's the thing. So paper much. straws suck. They get all they, soggy and stuff. I'm a plastic. But you know what? The plastics industry's gotten a bad rap. Let's make picks. Plastic picks for the week. We're, we're going to bring it back. We're going to replace it. Plastics work more than Don't you agree with now. a lot of things I'm saying, though? I know I sound like a, like I'm just spouting off all the time. I think a lot of the time, like I'm not, I, I say dumb stuff. I'm not going to lie. But a lot of the time, I think it comes from a place of actually being educated. I watch documentaries on recycling all the time. I watch these things. All the time? Yeah, no, you know, I'm flicking around channels. If it's interesting, I'll sit there and, and, and watch. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's a lot of farces out there. Anyway, murder mysteries are my thing, as you guys know, but other than sports, but and cartoons. If I really get uh, stressed out, like after last week, I watched a lot of cartoons after that Washington game. Well, if, if you're into murder mysteries, you could launch your own investigation to when Kit Cust killed Angela Lansbury on this week's show. 
oh, that's horrible. I used to watch Murder, She Wrote with my mom after football. After the Cowboys game, Murder, She Wrote. Like, that was my favorite thing to watch as a child. I watched Murder, She Wrote with my mom, like, every Sunday after football. Angela Lansbury, an icon, by the way. But she was 96, Pat. She was uh, living on borrowed time. Um, See, you say she was living on borrowed time until Cust brought her up on the show, and then an hour later, she was dead. Unbelievable, this guy. Holy jeez. Just keep him away from me. I got nut problems. <laughs> I thought it was bad enough when he killed, what was it, Med- Medina Spirit? Was that? <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the horse, the, the junkie horse. horse. Remember yeah. Trump, him and that junkie horse? It's like, yeah, I'm sure the, the horse went to, to, to pick up the drugs there, Donald. <laughs> yeah, he's you and your junkie horse. A <laughs> uh, joke. Oh man! We're, wow, we're really off topic today. That's that's okay. We, 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 when, yeah. when, when we have bad picks the week before, the next show tends to be far more fun. We're a bit more yeah. loose when it comes out to it. So, uh, I tried to do this last week. You guys got in my ear that I shouldn't do it. I lost money on the Broncos last week because I said that the Colts were the worst team in football. I watched the game. I still think the Colts are the worst team in football. So I'm going to go against them again. Gold pick Jacksonville plus two. Jacksonville clearly not as good as maybe they looked in weeks like two, three, and four. But the Colts remain as bad. If there's one thing the Colts still can't do is block. They still have Matt Ryan the last time I checked, so he's going to try to give the ball to the other team or fumble or do something completely stupid. But the Jags' D is still real. I don't know about their offense because the Jags' offense against Houston looked a lot like Indianapolis' offense against Houston in Week 1 where they gained all these yards and then just shot themselves in the foot every single time down the field. Uh, I, I mean, they don't even need to win this game. They just have to cover the two points. I do think that they win, and I'm going to continue picking on the Colts anytime that they're a favorite. Like, I, it just it doesn't make sense. I love the pick, Pat. Yep. So do I. Love it. Uh, love it. It, it, almost, it almost made my minerals. It's literally, I ranked that game four. I love it. I mean, the the Colts offense is broken, right? Like, and I'm not at this point, I'm not convinced they can fix it. They they can't pass. They can't run. Their quarterback is horrible against pressure behind the receivers get no separation. It, That's it, another it, thing. Nobody's open. Right. It's I mean, at some point or another, they have to figure out a way to move the ball, and they just can't. And the Jags are a top-10 team in terms of pressure rate. I see more problems for Matt Ryan. Uh, on the other side of things, like what has Trevor Lawrence struggled against this year and last year? It is pressure, getting blitzed. The Colts don't do that. Gus Bradley plays a lot of coverage. I think it's a good matchup. I think there's a reason Jacksonville already shut them out earlier this year. Uh-huh. And and Pat makes a great point. Like, You'll, people will look at the 13-6 final score against Houston. Wasn't the Jags' best game, but is also very misleading. Like, they gained Houston by one and a half yards per play. They had nearly 450 it's yards true. of total offense. That Trevor Lawrence red zone interception is inexcusable, but it happens. I mean, this is the NFL. I, I think this is a, a good buy low spot on Jacksonville here. I agree. The Colts, to me, are the, – the defense is fine. They'll get some stops, but the offense is broken. Yep. All right, Rob. Let's line up some gold picks, try to find some winners. What do you got? Um, I am going to, uh, I mean, as I traditionally like to do, probably make an ugly pick here with my gold. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins getting three and a half. Dude, that's one of my picks. I love where we're going this week. Okay. Sink I, or swim. I, I don't know if I should be scared or happy. I mean, happy. I, I don't know anymore. They'll be fine. Um, so, like, it's very clear that Mike McDaniels, uh, Mike McDaniel, excuse me, thinks very highly of Skylar Thompson because – Teddy can play this week. He is choosing to start Skyler over Teddy. Uh, Skyler with a full week of practice. I did watch Skyler Thompson in preseason. I don't put a ton of stock in a preseason, but I think he's a fine quarterback. Who are the, like Minnesota to me, 
is right now just a team that is extremely overrated. Like their marquee win is Green Bay week one. Green Bay was like decimated by injuries in that week one game. And you look at what they've done lately. I mean, okay, they beat the Bears in a game that came down to the wire. They beat the Lions and Saints. Both those teams absolutely decimated by injuries in those games. Uh, I don't think the Vikings are as good as people think they are. I think they're way overvalued in this spot. And one thing about Miami, they do blitz a lot. I think that's very good against Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins, who uh, historically not very good against the blitz. The one time this year we've seen him get blitzed heavily was against the Eagles. He looked horrible in that game. So I think this is too many points, even with a third-string quarterback for the Dolphins. So I'm taking the three-and-a-half with Miami at home. Love it. I think this is going to grow the closer we get to Sunday as well. I think you'll see this end up at four, maybe even four and a half because I'm with you. I like Miami in this game too, because I have absolutely no faith in Minnesota and their ability to not just try to win a game on the last play of the game. Like they should have lost to the saints over in London uh, in a game like they play. They they play one good quarter every game. It's, it's weird because the Eagles kind of do the same thing, but the Eagles actually play defense. So, you know, it helps when you do that. And when you're good quarters, like, 25 points or 21 points that really goes a long way in helping. I just, I have no, somehow Minnesota is going to end up being 16 and one at the end of the year. And they will be one and 16 against the spread. <laughs> they do. Yep. I thought, I thought that this was a Mike Zimmer thing and I did call uh, Mike Zimmer a cuck last year, but Kevin <laughs> O'Connell might also be in that, but like, I don't know what it is with the Vikings. Like they, they, it's hard for them to win by margin. Like look at the box score last week against the bears. And it's, it's like, how do they not cover seven last the, I mean, it makes no sense when you look at the stats in the game, but this is what they do. This is what Minnesota does. They don't really know how to close out games or really separate a whole lot. And I think Miami's going to be very live here. What's the, Rob, again, the cuck in comparison to a cock? Like, is he a sexual deviant? Like, it's a, it's a medieval term for, like, a stooge? Or, like, what's what's the deal? Is it a people? Is it apparatus? Like, medieval, what, are, what, what are you talking about here? A medieval term for a stooge? What? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying, cuck is a is like it's just it's something to do sexually with. It's uh, it's it's when you get watch your partner get, you know, plowed by by someone else. Oh, oh, so oh, people who enjoy other people having sex. It's with not necessarily oh, okay. enjoying that happening. Swinging, so it's basically no, a, it's, it's not on steroids. It, not really. Okay. I anyway, mean, Pat, please edit this out. This is this is a real problem right now. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to use that term, but it's pretty weird. Okay. A, well, a cuckold, cuckold. You never heard. Yeah, of- yes, yes, I have her. Yes, it's cuckold. very medieval, like in its way. But uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, I know you're 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 used to more of like the um, the pornography that builds up the storyline. But a cuckolding what, is what's like wrong also. With, yeah, I like cosplay. You got a problem with it? Well, I'm you're 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 watching the pornography that's typically ga- geared towards females. Oh, I, I, yeah, I see. Oh, no, I almost slipped there. That's not this guy's too much. Anyway, <laughs> here's you. We're <laughs> talking about here. You're watching the porn that's geared towards females, where they try to build up the story. Get you know, that's fine to each their own. But I was just pointing out to that. Watch men. Like, like, what? No. Anyway, no. anyway, anyway we got to get off this. Let's just cut this whole tape. Uh, can I give you my gold pick, Pat? Because we went into an area that I really, really want to get away from right now. Is your gold pick some sort of weird, like, well, pirate, it's actually pirate, interesting pi- pirate you know at sea it, romance novel? That you're I'm not going to. I'm not going to say cuckold, but as my girlfriend says, you know, the Browns to the Super Bowl. It could be a bowel movement. Give me Cleveland minus two and a half against Zappy and New England. So we will keep uh, the theme of the <laughs> bowel movements or whatever the hell you want to do. Get naked with the Browns. 
Um, here's the thing. Cleveland's at home, Rob, and I know you really, really like Stefanski. I don't know what happens like late in games with this guy, but it's it's almost like we've talked about this before. He has like a smart switch and a dumb switch, and sometimes the dumb switch happens. But here's the reason I like Cleveland this week. Bailey Zappi, he was a good quarterback at Western Kentucky, but now he's on the road. Also, that injury to Harris, it's all about Stevenson. He's more of a back-catching guy. I think Cleveland will be ready for this game, and I expect them please use a lot of chub to set up the pass for Brissett. I think it's a good spot for the Browns. That was a heartbreaking loss, even though if you got them early, they did cover against uh, uh, Jeff Feinberg's Chargers. But I just think Cleveland's a better team. I think New England has to go on the road, and I like the Browns this game by, like, 11 points. I'm sorry. I love both of your picks, but we all don't want to have the same. I might use one of them for silver or bronze, but give me Cleveland, guys. I think it's a good spot for the Browns. I don't know how you feel about this. I actually like the Patriots. I think these two teams are like complete mirrors of each other. They wow. do exactly huh. the same things well. They do, except the Browns might have the, I mean, Seattle has the worst defense. The Browns are not too far behind. I was actually thinking about playing the over in this game. The Browns defense is overrated. It's not so, overrated. It's legitimately bad. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they can't defend the run. And now Denzel Ward is hurt as well. So that's going to hurt their pass defense. Um, I, I agree with Pat. I think the over was a look for me. Then I, I looked into the the pace that these teams play at, and they both play extremely slow, uh, especially New England. Like, New England doesn't even try to play anything up-tempo. That's my only concern. But both these teams can run the ball on the other team because two of the bottom five run defenses in the league, uh, two of the better running offenses in the league, I think both teams can run the ball successfully. I honestly just made this game right around two and a half, so I don't have a, a strong view. I would lean Cleveland slightly just because I think that, I mean, Cleveland's last two losses, Atlanta, the Chargers, both coin flips. I think if they won one of those two games, maybe even went two and oh, we're looking at a three-point spread here. Patriots come in a little bit overvalued, in my opinion, Agreed. because they beat up on a Lions team that, frankly, is exactly what we thought, or at least I thought the Lions would be going into this year, which is garbage. And... Uh, the last thing I will say, and I, you guys know I reference this a lot because I think it's very valuable in breaking down quarterback and play in the NFL nowadays, but there's certain guys that just don't fare well against teams that blitz, and there's certain guys that do. And Jacoby Brissett is the second-best quarterback in the league against blitzing this year. He's gone 32 of 47, 333 yards, two touchdowns against the blitz. His PFF grade is very high. The Patriots have been blitzing a lot this year. Um, so... I think that kind of plays into the, the Browns' hands. I, Belichick is a good coach. Maybe he you know, reverts to no blitzes in this game, but I think that's something to look out for as well. So I lean towards Cleveland. Thank you. Lean. Browns. Brown. Lean. On yeah. the theme of bowel movements, yeah, which so on we the haven't theme talked of bowel, about at all. Well, we didn't talk about bowel movements. I just said my girlfriend and so her always like, take the Browns to the Super Bowl. I go, honey, the Browns are never going to the Super Bowl, but <laughs> – you know, bowel movements seem to be a reality in our future. Big ones. But anyway, you know, I like the Browns this week. Screw the Patriots. This is their week. Our next partner has a product I literally use every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I felt like I didn't have time to put together a super healthy breakfast every single morning. So I'd wake up, I'd feel logy. And then all of a sudden, like, my next four hours were just, like, pounding coffee into myself. I started taking Athletic Greens in the morning because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good, gave me more energy, and optimized my immune system. Then all of a sudden, feeling great all the time with Athletic Greens. It made such a notable difference that my wife 
started doing it as well. So now we have to order two packs of Athletic Greens every single time. Well, worth it. And it's lifestyle friendly because it takes absolutely no time to put together and you can just pound it back. Athletic Greens is a small micro habit that has big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day that takes care of yourself. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Silver selections for week six. Rob, you can lead this one off. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go against Cam Seahawks. I'm going to take the Cardinals this week. You have the same Uh, silver pick as me. Okay. 
I don't know if that's good. Don't know if it's bad. I say that every single time we align on something. We're usually, uh, listen, I, every time that I, I believe someone pointed out to me the last like seven times between this year and last year that we've had the same pick, it's lost. Hmm. Well, I guess we're due then, Pat. Yeah, I guess we're perfect. Due. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, there's one horrible unit in this game and it's Seattle's defense, right? They, they just... They're horrible. They can't stop anything. And as bad as Kyler Murray's been against the Blitz and under pressure this year, he has been fine when he has not been under pressure. And that's the Seahawks defense. They just they just don't generate pressure. Their defense has nothing. So uh, I re- you know I trust Arizona's offense to score more in this game. I don't know if there's something to this or not, but historically under Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals are a way better road team than home team. It could just be random noise. Maybe it's explained by something. I have no idea what that is. And then my point goes about Geno Smith earlier, which we talked about off the top of the show, which is historically he's been very, very bad against heavy blitz teams. The Cardinals blitz at the second highest rate in the entire league. He's also a very boomer bust quarterback. He will make some plays in this game. I, I'm confident that he will, you know, throw the ball downfield. He'll make some plays here and there, but he just doesn't do it consistently enough. Their success rate on offense is not uh, high enough for me to, you know, warrant them being in this price range. So uh, I like the Cardinals. I think they're going to get the win on the road at Seattle. Love it, it. It's one of these situations too, where I think that Seattle is getting slightly overvalued based on how they've played, especially offensively the past few weeks that people are kind of hip to what they're up to now like you said the total has gone up people expect them to put up a ton of points and I do expect them to put up a ton of points I just don't expect them to stop anyone here it's funny because like if this game I I originally had this game like when I was trying to like guess what the spread of this game was going to be I thought it was going to be Arizona by like four and a half or five or something like that just Seattle's getting some respect now like I I don't believe in the 12th man at all if you look at their home record over the past like three years it's not a real thing so and Arizona point Pat Arizona under Kingsbury as well has been awesome in October so far (laughs) yeah another thing guys I'm sorry Rob I was just going to say quickly as a Seahawks fan, they've always had problems with Arizona when they were good. The Seattle team, as you guys said, is not good. I had this listed as a gold pick. Like, it's unbelievable this week, guys. Every game we have selected have been in my top four or five picks. I love Arizona this week. The problem is we can't all have the same stuff. We can. This is a bad. Sure this is a bad. Can. Okay. Well, I, I almost want to take Jacksonville, Arizona. Like, I put Cleveland. Yep. I like that game. But Jacksonville's like Jacksonville, on my Arizona, short list, my, too. My, you know what? Jacksonville, Arizona, Miami, Cleveland. Like, these are games that I have, that have circled, and I have one more. Uh, anyway, no, Pat, I can't let the cat out of the bag. That's the point of doing the show. So I'll stop right there. But anyway, we like literally we could do a round robin with our picks. And I think Arizona is going to take Seattle out to the woodshed this week. All right. Do you have a silver pick or do you want to use Arizona as well? Um, we, because if we use Arizona as well, we have a chance to go three and O or O and three on silver picks this week. Right. <laughs> I great. like that. I really like that. I might use one of the one of your guys as a bronze. I got to do at least one more different. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Um, oh, I hate wow. I, I, I was, hate I hate the I was going to go line at six and a half. I was going to go the other that? way on this. I was going to go Dallas. What, here's the here, here's the thing. This line is six and a half for a reason. Dallas's defense is good, awesome. Mm-hmm. The Eagles' secondary though is premium. Yeah, but, Car- but if you look, but Dallas doesn't no, Dallas doesn't pass. Here's the thing. Philadelphia can stop the run as well, and their secondary is good. This Cooper Rush stuff, he's been great as a game manager, but yes. this is where this is where things end. Philadelphia has all the weapons in their offense to do whatever they want to do. And you know what? Dallas's offense, the thing is, Pat, I don't think they score this week. 
I think they get 13. And all I need to cover that spread is the Eagles to get 20. I think Dallas might even get like under that. I'm thinking they get like between nine and 13 points this week. I love the Eagles. I like the under in this game. And I think the Eagles show up and make a statement and win this game by 13 points. I like the Philadelphia Eagles. I like your selections just as much. So guys, rip me on the record. I would take Jack. I'm betting Jacksonville and Miami and uh, Arizona as well. But let's mix it up. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles, guys. I think they actually win and cover the number. It's a huge number, though. It's funny because this is a very anti-stats and more me watching the Eagles throughout the course of the past few weeks. It it now feels like they're at the point where they are the last undefeated team. Eventually, that pressure is going to get to you, and they're going to drop in a bad spot. They should have lost last week to Arizona. Honestly, after watching the game and the way that Arizona played in the second half, it feels like they're just getting away with stuff now. And eventually that catches up to them. I don't know if Dallas is the team to do it, but Dallas is the best team they're going to play for a while. (laughs) How do you how do you feel, Rob? I'm going to I'm going to use the Eagles as my bronze as well. So I'm I'm on board with you, Cam. Uh, I like the Eagles as my bronze pick. So the thing about Philly last week is they lost two offensive linemen early on in that game. Their left Mm -hmm. guard and their center, Jason Kelsey. They're already missing their left tackle, Jordan Mailata. So they scored very early, two touchdowns, and then basically couldn't do anything once basically three-fifths of their offensive line was out for the game. They're all healthy this week. This is the best O-line in football when they're healthy. And the one thing, I'm a Cowboys fan. I can I watch every Dallas game. You know, I'm high on the defense overall, but they've been teeing off on all of these garbage offensive lines week after week. The Rams, Washington. Giants, Bengals, the, the, the other quarterbacks cannot do anything. You can't even not even test the Dallas secondary right now because no one has any time to throw. This is the game where they actually come up against an opponent that can pass block. And I think that the secondary is going to look weaker than people actually think it is. On the other side of things, like Cam mentioned, Cooper Rush has done a great job of doing what he's supposed to do as a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. He doesn't make the big mistake against these other teams like I said, that that can't move the ball offensively. You know what? We'll play the field position game. I'll make some throws here and there. Overall, though, the Cowboys offense, since Cooper Rush has started, <laughs> has been 25th in the league in success rate. You cannot play the Eagles with an offense like that. That just consistently can't move the ball. So uh, I, I hope I'm wrong. I would, I would love to be wrong and the Cowboys win another game. That would Nothing would make me happier than that. I think this is the game where just kind of the wheels fall off of the yep. Dallas train and we can stop the Cooper Rush versus Dak Prescott debates as well. There, hold on. Uh, there is no Cooper Rush versus Dak debate. No one no one serious is saying some, that. Some people, oh, yes. some people actually think people that way, but they don't know what that. they're talking about. Which serious? Yes. Give me some serious names that are saying. Well, I've seen it on reputable NFL <laughs> shows, Pat, like people in the business. Like I'm watching Good Morning Football. These I'm not saying these people specifically, but I have seen respected journalists in this game and people who have covered this game that actually think that because Dak Prescott's a much better quarterback, but they love the game management. They're basically saying Dallas can win with their defense. But to Rob's point, when you play a real team, that's not going to work. And this week against Philadelphia, I know it's a divisional rivalry. I think it sets up poorly for Dallas. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles actually blew them out. Hmm. Interesting. 
I'm not on board with that. I think that Dallas is just going it's to good. see. We agree a lot, and now we have a disagreement. That's what makes for fun fodder. I think it's good right? for the ratings too. I think good for ratings. I think I do agree with you. I don't think there's a lot of points scored in this game. I do like the under cam, but yes, I think it's just going to be a lot of Pollard, a lot of Zeke. Shrink the mm-hmm. game down is like we've seen with the Eagles almost every single week. Their scoring does just come in bunches, all within like 15 minutes, and they don't score the rest of the game. So if they can't just pile up a bunch of points against Dallas early, I think it's going to be back and forth. I'm not saying that. Dallas is going to win the game outright, but lose by three, something like that. I can most definitely see that. 17, nice. 14, 2017, something hey, stupid Pat, like that. How about 20 to 12? And uh, we cover the number. Everything's good. We all uh, go away happy. I, for, I honestly, I almost considered taking Eagles first half rather than the full game just mm. because of what Pat's saying. Like, it's very hard to lay big points in the NFL nowadays. Like, it no is. lead is safe. And maybe I'm just scarred from Tampa last week, but... <laughs> It, it seems like no lead is ever safe. Like, look at some of these games that are just, they look like massive, massive blowouts. And They're somehow not. a team comes within the number at the end that was just mm-hmm. dead for the entire game. So um, I, I, I can see that. I mean, there there is backdoor potential with the Cowboys, but I, I just don't like the matchup. Like, I, I really think Dallas is being propped up by the opponents that they faced recently, which they matched up very well against. That's the same feeling that I get with this Tampa Bay Pittsburgh game. With it's down to eight now, and it's just like, is can Pittsburgh even score points in this game? Like, is that possible? Tampa's overrated. Sure, but Pittsburgh sucks. Yeah, they do. I, I, I think their Pittsburgh offensive line, their their offensive line is horrible. Like everything about Pittsburgh stinks. I I play the over in this game because I think Tampa Bay is going to score like thirty five. The, the entire the entire Steelers secondary did not practice yesterday. Their top three cornerbacks, backs, Minka Fitzpatrick, like there's, if those guys are not on the field, they do not have a pass rush. Brady will shred them. I think Kenny Pickett, people will laugh at me for this. I rewatched the Bills Steelers game in full. The Bills are amazing. I never take, I never evaluate a team based off of their performance after they played the Bills because the Bills are going to make a lot of teams look horrible. Kenny Pickett will stand in the pocket and he will make throws. And I'm convinced that he will be able to at least somewhat move the ball in this game. He is a huge upgrade over Trubisky from what I've seen in one game. That's my only concern with the points with Tampa is I think Pittsburgh's very live for backdoor here. But I think the Bucs are going to score in this game. Like, I mm-hmm. think they are going to score a lot. They're, they're due for that game, that coming out party. Well, let's get to the bronze picks then. Cam, which one are you going to select as your bronze? <laughs> I feel like I'm on a game show here. The heavy breathing—it's uh, not—it's not that shouldn't be that stressful, Cam. It's just a regular. I noticed I've been—I've been overly stressed about stupid stuff lately. I don't know what it just is. Let man. it go, man. Yeah, Ignore no, the comments. Right. Do you do you, man? You've—you have a, a long track record of winning on this show. Forget about the haters. I don't care about the haters. I just don't want to take three favorites. Oh, uh, Jacksonville. You know what, Pat? I'm with you on Jacksonville. I'm sticking with Johnny Jaguar at plus two. It could have been Miami or him. It's a coin flip, and I'm landing on Jacksonville. Uh, I, I think the Colts suck. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's done. I think the, set, the wide receivers don't get separation. I think their defense is overrated. This vaunted offensive line, where are you? Jacksonville's looked like crap the last couple weeks, but as you guys said, they match up well against the Colts. Jacksonville outright. I'll take the damn two. Let's roll. Go Jaguars. <laughs> Rob, the deepest target Michael Pittman has seen all year is 17 yards. That's what I'm talking about. They, 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 they can't throw downfield. I mean, at some point, the, the, the problem is Cam's right. The, 
The receivers don't get separation. They already have one of the worst receiving cores in the league. But on top of that, there's just no time for Matt Ryan to throw the ball. They can't wait mm-hmm. for these plays to develop downfield. Watch the Colts at, on third down and how every single third down play goes exactly to the sticks every time. Yep, exactly. It's they true. cannot throw further than that. No, they can't. It's, it's uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like this is at. The, I was wrong about the Colts. I'm like I can fully admit that. I like the Colts going into the year. We're at the point now. We've played five weeks of the NFL season. You can start getting off these priors. Right, like the Colts' mm-hmm. win total of ten and a half before the year doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. It largely is irrelevant. What we've seen out of their offense, there's no personnel changes that are happening. Maybe, maybe Frank Reich on ten days can muster up something, but I just don't see how the offense is anything more like it's it's decrepit basically at this mm-hmm. point. They have done nothing outside of garbage time this year. Absolutely nothing, and. I'm not going to be the guy that says, oh, this is the week that they finally get it on track. No, we've seen zero evidence that they're able to to throw downfield. Zero. Uh, Indianapolis right now, second best rushing defense in the league. I mean, when yes. you're not when you're not leading in games, that's probably a, a tough scene. But the but- thing is, guys, the, the, the way the Jaguars will attack them too, I think it's going to be a lot of Travis Etienne, ding, ding, ding with Robinson. I think they're going to come up with a game plan. Like They're not just going to go like pound the rock. That's the thing. And I think that's good for Lawrence as well. He hasn't looked as good as he was before, to Rob's point, the interception in the end zone. I think you've got to get him confident with little check downs early, soften them up, and they can beat them. The thing is, the Jacksonville Jaguars have the weapons to like go in there and like I, I not not just win the game. Like you saw, you saw the first game at home like they destroyed the Colts it's just it's a very bad matchup as Rob said earlier in the show I think and I don't think the Jags are as bad as everyone thought they had a lead against Philadelphia they gagged and last week against Houston they 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 were cocky it was almost like you know they didn't you said it Rob like they had chances for points mistakes mistakes they were moving the ball they just screwed up and they couldn't capitalize against Indianapolis I think it's going to be a different story simplify the game plan come out there with a win we'll take the points and also just on the Indy defense Quiddy Pay got hurt last week. I'm pretty sure he's out for a long period of time Good. as well, which is like a big playmaker on the defensive line. The Colts' defense is okay. Like they'll get some stops here and there, but they're just, they don't have enough oomph, you know? Like they, they're, they're, they don't generate a pass rush well enough. They don't do anything. They stop the run. Okay, that's fine. But like in this day and age, it's the NFL, it's a passing league. Your run defense is, is great, but, you know, if a team can throw on you, it doesn't matter. And, uh, the quitty pay loss, I think, is going to be very, very bad for them going forwards because they just can't replace him on the D-line right now. Additionally, the Colts are the owners of the worst rushing attack in football and the worst <laughs> passing attack in football by the numbers. So, uh, yeah, defense for hmm. Jacksonville. Quite good. Top 10 in both. So, a yep. big mismatch there. So, again, it's my gold pick. I'm with you on Jacksonville. Uh, Philadelphia, minus 6.5 for Rob is a bronze selection. I have it narrowed down to 2. For my bronze, so I want to run you through the ring. Yeah. We haven't talked about either mm. of these games yet. So my two leans are Atlanta plus five and a mm-hmm. half because mm-hmm. unlike Seattle, who it seems like the books have adjusted to, is that everyone just still wants to bet against Atlanta every single week and they cover every single week. They're the king of a backdoor here. They'll they'll find <laughs> some. They'll find some. Five and oh, ATS, the they'll, Falcons. They'll, like, yeah, you bet these guys every week. You're loaded, Pat. Like, that's amazing. 
every week. They'll find a way to move the ball against the Niners offense or the Niners offense just kind of reeks. So, I mean, they should be able to do some damage. You'd think against Atlanta's crappy defense, but you never know in these circumstances. And so far this season, regardless of the defense that Atlanta has played, they've been able to run the ball with very few problems. And I know this is the number one rushing defense they're going up against, but they were able to do it against the Saints in week one. They just have Arthur Smith is really good at designing different looks, a lot like Kyle Shanahan is. that just confuses defenses because you only see it once. And Mariota's been very good at running the ball as well. So I was thinking about them five and a half as the bronze pick or Buffalo minus two and a half on the road to Kansas love Buffalo. City. Love them. I love all I love all our picks this week. Like I, it's unbelievable. Do you like what do you think Rob? Do you like I, Buffalo, I, Rob? I I don't. I don't like KC. I don't like Buffalo. I I lean Atlanta very strongly. I played the over in San Fran Atlanta, but I I like the Falcons. Like the the 49ers defense is destroyed by injuries right now. Like Eric Armstead, Javon Kinla are probably out. Nick Bosa has a groin injury. They just lost Emmanuel Mosley to a torn ACL. Jimmy Ward likely out this week. Uh, remember, Jason Verrett is on IR. They're basically down six starters this week on defense for who would have started for them on opening day this year if they were healthy. So Atlanta should be able to move the ball. Kyle Pitts is practicing again. He's going to get into the lineup. I don't think the Falcons' defense is going to generate much stops because they just they don't get pressure. And uh, weirdly, if you look at quarterback splits in the NFL – Jimmy G's career splits when he's kept clean versus pressure are the most staggering in the NFL. If he's clean, he's going to make throws. If he's pressure, he's a disaster. But uh, I think, you you know, Atlanta's very live here. Like, I, I think they can score on the San – this is not the San Fran defense that is the best in the league. They're, they're missing so many bodies this week uh, that I think the Falcons at home, five and a half, think it's too many points. I thought this was going to be somewhere around four, personally – um, so I like the Falcons, KC Buffalo. I'd be inclined to just take KC if I had to, because I just want to get points in like when those two teams are playing, basically. It just feels like there's actually a huge amount of separation to me, Cam, between Buffalo and Kansas city so far this season, Kansas city, uh, that Raiders game. Sure. They came back and win, but there's a lot of flaws. This team lost to the Colts. Okay. They lost to the Indianapolis Colts. I know the referees had a lot to do with it. There was an unsportsmanlike mm -hmm. penalty at the end, but they still played like junk. And I know they missed a field goal, but I watched the whole game. They were not crisp. Last it's week, they were horrible. Uh, they came back and won. Kelsey's an animal. But Bills, revenge, better team, better everything. The only concern, Bills have a little bit of uh, injury problems, Rob. Mm -hmm. You know they're banged up. Yeah. But I think their offense is significantly better, and they will shred, and I mean shred, that Kansas City defense. Pat, I like the Bills to win this game by a touchdown. I would take Buffalo, strong lean uh, to the B Buffalo Bills. The only thing I'll say about Monday Night Football against the Raiders is one of the reasons I like the Raiders last week is, Raiders, yeah. is that you, you get this with Andy Reid. Like the Chiefs, to me, had the, the vanilla playbook last week. Mm -hmm. You didn't have any of the stuff that they normally run offensively. Good call by you. Yeah. I, and, and the Chiefs are very hard for me to figure out on a week-to-week -week basis because I do think – there, and, and there's actually evidence to support this. Pro Football Focus did a study on, on different coaches and play calling and so on and so forth. And the Chiefs are a team that has a very wide range uh, in terms of their play calling. And I, I think they're a team that saves plays. So I, I don't know how much stock I actually put into the Raiders game. I agree the Raiders should have won. That was like a hose job by the officials in the second half of that game as well. Um, after that, that early roughing penalty, 
just like seemed everything went against the Raiders afterwards. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a dog. I, I, I he never lost, never not covered a spread as an underdog in his career. That I'm not a big trends guy, but there's something very appealing to me about betting on elite quarterbacks that are getting points. And that's kind of why I strongly lean to the Chiefs. Just look at it. Like Buffalo at least Buffalo's through, amazing. At least Do through it, five Pat. at least through five weeks. No, I mean Atlanta plus five and a half is gonna be my bronze yeah, pick. That's okay. that's what I'm like jotting up. I, I like that as well. But, you know, we get into these other we get into our plastic picks of the week, like we talked plastic. about earlier. Yes, yes, plastic. Like, the ocean. Buffalo has a better <laughs> offense, Buffalo has a better defense, and Buffalo has better special teams. Like Two and a half. Yes, they do. I, I, I yes, don't want, they do. I, I was shocked initially that Buffalo was favored just because I didn't think that the public perception would be there. But where do you think people are betting this game, Rob? Like jo- Johnny Q public is most definitely taking the Chiefs, right? Yes, but I don't think that matters. No. I, I've never been a. I've no, never I, been like I, a I understand. Public. I understand that part of it. I though. hate that stuff too. Public square sharp. Yeah, shot. Listen, like, I mean, it's so it, stupid. Yeah, well, but, it, but, but, like, but if you're gonna try to entice people to bet it, yeah, like I mean, just put a yeah. put a big plus in front of Kansas City and see what That's happens. That's true, Pat. I just don't think that there's that much evidence that these teams are that close so far this season. So the only thing who's the who's the second best team in the NFL? Philly, Tampa. So you you got I, I mean it's you're entitled to your opinion, but like I I think that Casey is better than is the second best team in the NFL. Like Casey doesn't play. Casey doesn't really play defense. But they sort their defense. This is the best defense that they've had in the Mahomes. Sure, era. and it's like average. So like the Bills defense sure. is legitimately good. I think San Francisco could be one of the best teams in the. NFL. I agree with that too. I think San Francisco the dark. But the point I'm getting at is you're essentially getting to a point here with the point spread of this game. Let's say the, I, I believe the Chiefs are the second best team in the NFL. You guys might not agree with me, but we're essentially saying that the gap between Buffalo and another top five team on a neutral field is essentially four and a half points. And that's very steep. Like we've almost never seen that in the, honestly, in like the last two decades of the NFL, with the exception of the, the best Patriots teams that end up losing the Super Bowl. So I, I don't, I just can't get there yet. I love the bills. Like I don't, I don't, it's not bill slander. I think Buffalo's so good. I, I actually hope they lose this week so that I can go bet bills futures to win the super bowl and maybe get a better price. Honestly, I think they're amazing, especially with what they've dealt with on defense so far, but I cannot get to the gap between them and Kansas city right now. I, I just can't. And honestly, I could see a game that's very similar to the playoff game last year, where it's just team with the ball last wins the game. And it's like, there, there's both teams are going to score. And uh, I think, you know, I, I think both teams are going to score fairly consistently. I think you're seeing more of a game like we saw between these two teams in the regular season almost a year ago, where mm-hmm. it felt like Kansas City didn't throw their entire bag of tricks at them, where they just be like, all right, we lost, lose by 20, whatever, we'll get you yeah. in the playoffs. Feel like they're going to do the same thing here. What do you think about the Jets? Yeah. Really? You know I, the I, thing is, the I, Packers. The Packers have no right to be favored by seven and a half the way they've looked, and the Jets are starting to figure it out. They're actually kind of look like a real football team. Uh, I, I've been told that Reese Hall is amazing. I've been told that the Jets are the best fourth quarter team in football, Rob. <laughs> this this is cut special. <laughs> it's they've been good. <laughs> um, oh man, uh, th- th- this this is a this is a Packers like historical line though, right? Like yeah. this is. This is like everyone is is picking this as the spot that Green Bay is just going to turn yeah, their offense exactly. around. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know that that's that's true. 
Yeah. I agree. Like, I, I do love betting off, you know, on good quarterbacks when they're playing poorly or, or coming off of a loss. I think that's just like, I'm not a big trends guy. I'll, I'll outline it. But historically speaking in the NFL, elite quarterbacks off a loss, been a very good bet for a long period of time. But it's not like we're getting a bargain on Green Bay. I mean, you, maybe we're getting a bargain based off the look ahead line, but the Packers offense is just like it, it reeks. It's is it like it's hard to lay the points with the Packers. Dude, offense the Jets right can now. play. They got Sauce Gardner, all these young players. That's the thing about football. Things can change pretty quick and all this stuff. You know what it is, guys? That line is based on reputation. How stinky the Jets used to be while they're an improving club where Green Bay used to be amazing and they're not. These guys went into London and lost to the damn Giants. The Giants slapped them around in the fourth quarter. They have looked horrible in every single game. Hell, they beat the Bears by 16. They didn't even look good in that game. Wasn't it the first week of the season? They have sucked hard they shouldn't be minus seven and a half i I think this line should be like green bay four and a half i think there's value with the jets that bears game was week two i remember betting the packers yes i got very lucky because justin fields actually quarterback sneaked a touchdown that like i don't know how they didn't call it a touchdown exactly that was a a big scam of a cover for green bay i'll take it it was nice for the bankroll but it was a scam of a cover cover um i think the the problem with the packers right now is that they have two very like real problems one they can't stop the run and team the last two teams they've played the giants and patriots they just shorten the game so much the jets can run exactly <laughs> so the packers can't stop the run they have the second worst defensive adjusted line yards in the league and they get killed at the line of scrimmage and then on the other side of the ball they can't throw downfield it's not the same they don't have Devonte adams anymore none of these guys are getting separation downfield and everything is underneath so I, I I I could see the Packers getting back on track here, but I can't lay it because they're just they're, the offense is too it's too minimal right now, and the defense has a, a major exploit that teams are just going to keep going after until they can figure it out. What favorites do we like? The Ravens? I don't um, I don't I'm, like the Ravens. I'm neutral on that. Tough game. Uh, I, I lean to Cleveland, like I said, for a favorite. Oh, good, as, thank you. I, I, I need this game hard. Like that's the only one. Like we agreed on a lot of the other things. I need Cleveland to cover this. I did. I did too important. I like. The I Bills. did tune into. Yeah, I, I, the Bills. I would take the Rams against the Panthers. You tend just. I know the Rams have been terrible. I'm gonna tell you something. But ten doesn't even seem like enough. No, you're right, like, and that's the thing. Like I, I don't know, man. Like. Carolina is absolutely horrible, but I know you guys, Rob, you're a big injury guy. When J.C. Horn went out of that game for Carolina, everything changed. I watched the game because we had Carolina. The guy's the best. The 49ers were doing nothing. An idiot Mayfield, who still gets commercials, and he's in the Heisman house, which is absolutely shocking to me. To get get rid of any endorsement deals with this guy, he cost him that game because the defense actually showed up in that game and were defeated after he threw that pick six. i got to be honest with you, I think the Rams blow – I almost want to take the points with the Carolina Panthers, but PJ Walker is that even is he even much of a downgrade? Rob, yes. what have the Rams done? You tell yeah. me. PJ Walker. Okay, sucks. okay, 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 okay. But, but, in, his, but in, in, in his first game, one game he might. This That's is what one I'm game, saying, right? You're, like the, the thing is, people are going to run to the window. I bet the Rams are not justifiable ten and a half point favorites. If they beat them by thirty, so be it. They look like crap. I don't. A, in my, I, in I don't my think, opinion, sorry, Pat. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think anyone's running to the window to bet the Rams this week. People no, hate true. people I... hate the Rams. <laughs> yep. Well, they're yeah. awful. Like Every, I, watch Everybody's been looking for a buy low on the Rams, right? There last last week was supposed to be the buy low, right, against Dallas. Yeah. It's like, oh, why is this line this way? Oh, the Rams are going to yeah. get back on track. No, they look not. horrible against the Ford. The only thing I will say is that the Rams have played 
two teams that are going the last two games they've played Dallas and San Fran are nightmare matchups for them, right? Because it's a amazing pass rush against the Rams O-line. The Rams O-line can't hold up. They have David Edwards on IR now. Brian Allen is out again this week, their center. So is, can the Panthers get pressure? The Panthers have not generated a lot of pressure this year. So that maybe is a matchup that works in the Rams' favor. But this, to me, is very similar to Green Bay and the Jets, right? I think a lot of I think this is a reputation line, right? This is the spot where people think that the Rams are going to get right. They're going to figure out their problems. It's a lesser opponent. Carolina's a mess. I'm not saying I'm I'm going to bet Carolina, but I feel like it's this is priced based off of like last year, uh, last year's Rams as well, more so than just the Rams that have played so far this year. Well, you saw the Rams take care of Arizona earlier in the year. Arizona dead last in the league in adjusted sack rate. Carolina's yep. second worst in the yep. league in adjusted sack rate. Where, when you flip it around, you have San Francisco and Dallas and Tampa Bay, one, two, three. Uh, teams that game gonna... was misleading, though, Pat. They won by eight points, but Arizona had a lot of problems in that game, too, and injuries. They're a, they're a healthier team now. I, I didn't think that win versus the Rams was very impressive, uh, to be, on, to the, be honest with you. The, I, I had the Rams the... as my bronze that week, and I remember watching that game very clearly, yeah. and I was sweating hard. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yes. Now, granted, Arizona did have injuries, but so did the Rams' like entire starting secondary was out of that game as well. So okay. the Rams still do have a, a solid defense. That's my issue. Like I don't know that. What's the total in this game? It's low forties, right? Like forty-one. Where are Under? the points coming from in this game? Pick sixes? Maybe you got to sweat the defensive touchdown. I guess I don't. I don't know. Like that seems like a. I, I feel uh, like yeah. it's going to be very challenging for the Panthers to score a couple touchdowns. Here come, here, here come the neighbors with the power drill. Like, can't we start this <laughs> stuff afternoon? Like, who, like, every morning. It's <laughs> like, I'm one of those guys. I do shows at midnight. I apologize to my neighbor. Listen, bro, I know you're hearing me through my thing. When I'm playing my stupid music, you know, I don't crank it too loud. But honestly, can we just start work with power tools, like, around noon, lunchtime? Like, not at 9 in the morning, 8, 30, 10, whatever the hell it is. Anyway, that's another pet peeve. Well, we'll make Ridiculous. sure it does, we'll I make mean, sure it doesn't get picked up, and you don't need to be annoyed by it anymore. Because oh, thank you. That's the end of the show. Oh, that's gonna be. Uh, yeah, there we go. We broke it all down. We made it. Now we can go record <laughs> another Survivor show where we pick an outright. Oh, loser. really? Yeah. Jacksonville. <laughs> oh, Who did we have last week? Jacksonville. We took Jacksonville last week. You took wow, Jacksonville. We... You make oh, the pick. I took Jack. I suck. I think I've I tried to convince him to take the Bucks. I tried to convince. I'm almost Cam enjoying this 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 better than like being good at it. Like we're we are the worst Survivor team in the history of Survivor. I love it. Yeah, we've been eliminated okay. four times already. This is not it's good. Awesome. Okay, uh, no, I'm gonna get real this week. Okay, let's go. We'll, well, get, I mean, real. Yeah, we'll get real real on our fifth try. The, the, the best part is <laughs> that we what we took the Bills like a few weeks back. Just like we need a win. We're going to take the Bills and they lost. Unbelievable. The Bills actually lost. And then when we took the Packers because we won it again, we were just like, okay, we need a win. We're going to take the Packers. They actually went to overtime in that game as well and almost lost to the Patriots. So we, we are. How do you we, not take the Rams though this week? We are the cust of Survivor. We are. We're, gonna put, we're the cust of Survivor. Well, what everyone should do is smash the like to this, play in the Listener's League on DraftKings. That's down in the description. Runthesims.com slash Mayo. And now that you've finished watching the show and doing everything like that, head on over to thehammer.bet to check out myself, Rob, and Cam talk about Survivor for Week 6. Until then, I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Mother's Day is almost here. 
and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.